G'day all, and thanks for listening to the Football Podcast. You're here with Ash and Garns, and we're here to talk all things AFL and NBA, plus more. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. G'day all and thanks for listening to the Football Podcast. You're here with Ash and Garns, and we're here to talk all things AFL and NBA, plus more. Ah, Ash, what a what a week of sport we had just just gone by, and some actual interesting developments that have come through in the past couple of days, especially with the NBA's trade deadline coming. A lot of rumours swirling around. Um, also in the NBL. My golf scores are just blown out of proportion. So close for a couple of zeros. I can't wait to listen to some of your uh, your scores. And my AFL tipping, it just went down the boom. Um, five, I got five last week out of six, but a few upsets nearly happened. And I think you've got some as well. Yeah. But yeah, let's got, start got, with the golf score. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's go golf scores yeah, first. Oh, let's go the golf scores. I got 500 and um, total is 514 right now. And I got last week... I got a hundred and forty-eight. Holy Jesus! Well, um, yeah. So I, I got uh, eighty-seven. Um, oh. that, that was that was uh, up until Sydney versus New Zealand. And sorry, yeah, sorry, not Sydney, New Zealand. Um, Sydney versus Perth. Um, obviously, the we got the scores way wrong because we picked Perth for a big win. Sydney yeah. got a big win, and then. Boom! Dejan Vasilovic gets me a zero, <laughs> so I'm down oh, to zero. Oh no! Yes. <laughs> and then wait, wait. So, so you, you you got him for thirteen, 13 points. points? Yep. Oh, I had him for fifteen. <laughs> no, no. Uh, you you've been so you messaging me going, I was so close to zero, I was so close to zero. <laughs> I just ignored it, ignored it, and then uh, yeah. So oh, I, that makes sense. Yep, you dog. Yep, You're so a dog. I, I, fi- I finished off the week with twenty five points from the you know, um, <laughs> yeah, which because uh, because of uh, New Zealand and Taz, Tazzy flogged New Zealand by. Uh, twenty four points. Twenty four. Yeah. No, sorry, no. By, um, by yeah, sorry, it was by twenty four. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, by twenty four points. Uh, so that still gets me twenty one, and then and then four from, um, Besson, who had <sighs> nineteen where I had him for fifteen. Oh, I'm actually. I just. I, can we so, end the pond right now? Like that. I, I need to recover from that. Yeah. Oh, that I, I've been keeping it quiet all week, just waiting. waiting. <laughs> I'm surprised you sat on that for yeah. that long. Oh, I, I had to. I had to. I had to leave your your reaction for the podcast. So. Oh. Um, the thing is, I was so in the dark. I didn't click that you hadn't told me your score. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, the NBL's flying. We got some good numbers for um, the NBL. Like, COVID's not postponing many games. They have postponed a few, but we're still getting a good crowd and good turnout. But, Ash, I don't really want to do a recap of the week. 
with the um with the NBL. But I've got some. Uh, I've got a segment for you. Yep. A new game. Oh yeah. It's called. Okay. Yeah, it's called wait and see, dump it or run with it. Okay. Okay. So there are three options. I've got. So we do, we cover four sports here, like mm-hmm. basketball and footy, but we do NBL, NBA. AFLW and the AFL. So yep. their questions revolve around all four, okay? Yep, sounds good. All right, so we'll start with it. So remember, you got wait and see, dump and run with it. Yep. So we'll start with the NBL. I only got two questions for the NBL. Is the NBL at the best um, viewing, in viewing aspect, at the best it's ever been? Uh, yes. Yes. So you want to elaborate that, on that? Uh, well... <laughs> Well, yeah, it's it's. I think it's probably. I think there's a lot of teams that are competing, and anyone can win. There's there's a there's enough teams that can beat enough teams. It's not like one one or two dominant teams, and then and then no one else can beat them. I think I think there's a it's starting to become each team is sort of starting to get that at least one star player, which your yep. team resolves around revol, revolves around. Sorry, um, and then. Yep. And then I think the the crowd and and the viewing aspect is is a lot better because the I think they're putting a lot more time into it. The basketball is taking off here in Australia, so you're getting a little more and more players that are that are keeping on going and um, and trying to get to the NBL. So it's putting a lot more pressure on spots, and and then it, you're getting a lot more talented guys coming in as well. So it's just probably going to get yep. better and better. But right now, it's probably the best it's ever been. So you get to run with it. Definitely run with it. Yeah, that, that question yep. was hard the to sec- that question was hard to answer yep. with one of those answers. <laughs> yeah, no, all good. Like I think it's I, I agree with you. I, even like viewing going to a game is very exciting. And there's some, something to do with everyone. Like kids are entertaining for the kids, entertaining for the adults, um, and the games are very close. And it's actually good viewing. But um, so obviously you'll stay on. Um, run with it now. Question number two: Is Bryce Cotton the best player in the NBL? Oh, I'm gonna. Sorry, what were my options? It was run with it. Yeah, wait and see. Wait and see. Wait and see. Dump or run with it. Oh, um, I think there's a lot of players coming coming after him now. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to wait and see that one. I think oh. I think I'm le- I, I would I'm honestly going close to to dump it. I think um yeah I, th- I think honestly even um even his his psychic right now is coming up real close Big to him. More. Yeah. So yeah. um yeah I'm got I think I'm going to just uh run with it uh sorry uh wait and see and, yep. and see what happens with that one actually. So yep, I'll I'll wait yep. and see. All right, so we'll switch codes and we'll go to AFLW. Mhm. Is the future of the AFLW looking good? Yes, big time. So I'm run running with it. it. Yep, yep. Big time running with it. I think um, there there's obviously patches and stuff of um, uh, average football and, and and football that's not looking too great. But but the bones are start and now there the the foundation. Can, yeah. The, and then, but then you can also see the talent coming through. Now you can see, you can see where it's tr- where it's going. You can see how much it's improved already in probably in two or three years. Now the first three were sort of just yep. establishing, but the, the last two or three, and especially 
this year and, and maybe last year, there's been big jumps each year. Um, and you can tell from as the girls are starting to come in that have been playing, it's just getting better and better. And then the next step is is going to be grounds, um, better better grounds, and then and then also hopefully like I was saying last week with the with crypto coming on board, hopefully that means the girls get to full time full time AFLW players, yeah, um, and then they can turn into professional athletes instead of semi professional. Yep, and and that's when you'll see the game take a massive jump. Yep. All right. That oh, I love that answer. Um, the second one: Does the league best and fairest medal need to be renamed right now? Uh, yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna run with that as well because yeah, I don't I don't even if it's not like we've been calling it the Aaron Phillips medal, even if it's not that, um. It yep. still should be. It still needs to be named. It needs to be, even if they name it now for and have a five year deal and say they're going to change it once they figure it out. But yep. for for five years, put it put it as somebody that's been a a, a ground worker to bring in AFLW into into like our our eyes. Bring even a bring, Daisy Pierce or something. Yes, like, yeah, like that. it could even be somebody like that. But like you probably got two, three, like there's probably five people that that have been working behind closed doors that have been massive for the game. Um, yeah. Even, um, I forget her name, but Goddard. She, Beck Goddard, she, yeah. Yep. So she's been massive for the game as well and, and trying to get it out to everyone. And so, which is, which is a massive part of building the game. So if her name is sketched into history by giving her a medal named after her, uh, nobody's like gonna, the nobody's, Goddard Pierce medal, yeah, like or the Goddard Pierce Phillips medal, or something like that. Yeah, like, but no, no one's going to complain with that or anything like that. I think they need to just no. choose one. Um, well, just like the Brownlow, choose one, maybe two. You can't go sort of, you can't go three. I think that sounds a yep. bit ridiculous, but yeah, uh, I think two, two you could get away with, but um, yeah, I think they should just stick with one and actually and name it after somebody. Yep. All right, we're going to switch codes again. We're going to go back to the NBA. Are the dominant big men back in the NBA? I'm going to run with that as well. I'm going to run with that as well. And it's starting to, especially because they are they are developing shots now. They're, they're obviously caught back up again with the little guys. The little guys are still a bit yep. better shooters, but you're starting to get guys like a Jokic and, and an Embiid and... Um, Davis, even you could throw him in there. Um, where like you, you're big on Rudy, Ga- uh, Rudy Gobert, so he's yep. he's very dominant. Yeah, as so well, he's, he's obviously hasn't adapted to outside, but he makes up for it in other ways. So he's still dominant, yep. and you still have to have a big on the court to compete with him. So it, yep. It, whereas um, you know, in in 2016, uh, you seen Golden State that bringing that real small ball, and they were able to. They were change able the to, game. yeah, change the game and take advantage of the guys that couldn't defend the perimeter because they yep. had guys like Draymond Green or um, even um, even Bogut and stuff. When uh, sorry, not Bogut, um, Eagle Dala, uh, Eagle Dala, um, and but David Lee and stuff. They they yep. could they would still spread the floor. They didn't have to just sit in the key or around the key. They they were able yep. to move away from the basket and and make the and make the lanes easy to get to. Yep. Well, Giannis was big on making. Well, you just look what he's been doing in the past year. 
Just yeah. look at the year. Yeah. Well, yeah, Him and Jokic, Jokic, you know, even Durant guys. sometimes. But like true bigs, even Sabonis, Miles Turner, like bigs are, avail- are becoming more valuable in your team. Yeah, well, you, you you think about it like obviously Curry and that are great shooters, but imagine like imagine which we're getting to it as like Embiid and Jokic and that can shoot the three ball very very well, and they they're pretty good ball handlers. Um, same as KD, like they're good ball handlers for seven foot guys. Yep. And and then you got to try and defend them on the perimeter as well. Like, yeah, they're dominant in their own way, isn't it? It's, yeah. It's not as dominant like when Shaq or Hakeem or Kareem were playing in the in Carmelone. It's it, where it's low block in the post, go to work. Where these guys are cha- like you look at the three bigs. Let's go, Giannis, Jokic, and Embiid, are all different. Like, yeah, they Giannis are. is a power. Jokic is playmaking and Embiid is shot creating. Like they're all <laughs> those yeah. three are just so different. Yeah, they are all different. And, but then, like you, pretty much with those guys, you always get a mismatch. Always. Yep. Like yep. if if they've got a big on you, you take them. You take them out. You take them out of the key, and then you can beat them there. If you've got a medium size like a Draymond Green or an Iguodala or someone like that trying to guard you. Um, down low you take advantage of that as well so yeah it's starting to become really difficult to defend those guys especially when they're able to do a, a lot more than they used to be able to do yep and I, I wrote this question on monday and i'm sorry ash I, I actually don't i'm i'm against this question but i'm going to ask you anyway are the bulls dead no no you dump it yeah i'm dumping that yeah, Get I'll dump it as well. I'm yeah, well, with their injuries set coming back with Caruso, Alonso, Pat Williams is expected to be back by the end of the month. Yeah, um, their team is and Vukovic is carrying him at the moment. Like DeRozan's playing great, but Vukovic is definitely carrying him. No, well, that's what we we've been waiting for. It they, they had they had a horrible run with with COVID, and then as soon as they got back from COVID, basically they um, they started getting injuries as well and. Yeah. And like they at at that point they've pretty much had I think it was just Levine was the only one not injured and then when DeRozan came back Levine got injured so there yep. was basically no one but Vucevic I think he's the only yep. one that stayed in the team basically the whole time and the rest is just chopped and changed so it's the same as with a lot of other teams like they the people have been blown out people have had their real struggles this season because of that whether yep. it's been injuries or COVID or both. And you just can't like if you're if you're missing your top like four or five out of your top seven players like you you're coming up against other like five other starters that have played together for two or three seasons you just you're not going to beat them. Yeah. Two, yeah, no, I I, I agree. I, I'm I, I'm not. I'll be dumping that, and I probably should have changed another question just before, but I. Thought not. Nah, let's have the discussion about it because yeah, their injuries are coming back and there will be. I think they've dropped three or four games behind the number one seed. I'm pretty sure of the time of this pod, but yeah. um, no. Let, let's change codes again. We'll go to AFL, and I've got a few more questions than normal AFL because we haven't really touched on the men's um, footy at the moment. Yep. So I thought, why not? Yep. Number one, does the AFL need to put in a season trading period? In season trading period. I think I think it's time. I, I think there's I think there's enough stuff that goes on during the season um, where people go, oh, like sorry, teams go, 
yes, this isn't really working for us. Or say, for example, Saints. Saints is probably the best, the example. best uh, example of like for the last year or two. They were they were very very good from their signings, and then the next season they were pretty bad. Yeah, uh, and they they couldn't do anything. But they probably still had guys worth of say that trade value that we talk about and the NBA talks about that trade value where you can you could you could have made something out of um uh what's his name from who's Luke where, Dunstan. Yeah, Luke Dunstan. Um you you could have at least got something for him, uh which then would have maybe sparked something in the team. It might have gave him something that they were lacking, uh which could have turned it around, which then makes the season more competitive, really, I think. Oh, well, I look at it. The other good example is Gold Coast when they lost all their Ruckman. They needed a Ruckman. Imagine in-season in trading, even if the, the trade deadline was just round 10, they still lost all their Ruckman before round 10. They could have made a trade for yep. um, uh, the St. Kilda backup, or not St. North Melbourne backup Ruckman, like yeah. just for the year. Yep. Then give up a six-round pick for him just yeah. for the, to play out the season for him. So, well, yeah, that, that, that one's a very good example, actually, as well, The where... Say uh, I think it's Tom Campbell or something who's at yep. North, um, and he he's been lacking opportunities. He's, he has been behind the num- number one ruckman the whole time, which it's always good to have a backup ruckman. But a guy like him who gets he he probably would end up getting ten rounds of footy. He would have helped Gold Coast, and you know he might have then proven himself to be good enough to be a a number one or comp- competitive with. Somebody and he might have got picked up by GWS or something who's lacking Ruckman as well. Yeah, well, I, I yeah, GWS, another one though. Bruce went down early, but I look at it as um, Gold Coast were actually floating around finals around that time. Like, yeah. there were a genuine chance. Imagine if they actually had a proper Ruckman, they gave him a chance to have first usage of the footy. Like, yeah. their midfield were good enough to get first use of it. Yeah, oh, um, no, I, was, I was just meaning like it gives them, yep, it gives no, them I a, agree. Uh, and a thing for both sides then as the well. The players and the teams, Yeah, like it, it helps the players, it helps the teams. You know, it's a, it's a win-win situation, really. Yep. Um, and, and this flows on because I've got... Most of my questions have a bit of a theme here. Yep. So, the AF, does the AFL need to change the free agent rules? Mm, nah, dump that. Dump no, it? Yeah. Explain. Like so, the free agent rules, I, th- I like the AFL's one because I think it's a lot more... Owner, uh, it's hard. Do you are you trying to refer to players being able to go home because they're homesick? Is is that what? No, you're no, no. Like? So I, my free agent thing. Instead of having a period, a free agent period signing, there is a group like if we're not going to have an in season trading period, then we should the clubs should be able to pick up players in this free agent pool during the season. So let's put example Gold Coast, right? No, they are in need no, of a ruckman as well. No, Why is that? I don't like that one because it's too hard for players to say they a free agent pool. That's why I was saying last week you probably got to get your players from your VFL side because they're well. That's where I was your, saying that free agency yeah. pool. So if the free agent agency pool is from, sorry, if your free agency pool is from your from your VFL side, yeah, I'm all for it. If it's a, just a free agent pool where there's say 50 players in there for the whole league to choose from. Um, ter- I think that's a terrible idea. Or, um, it just makes it hard because there's some clubs that are in their state leagues that are independents. They don't have any higher rankings. Yeah, so 
it makes it hard for those independent clubs if there is a free agent yeah, pool but if, if that's to pick ca- from. If that's the case and they're going to do that, they, I think they're already looking at making the v, the VFL or whatever it's going to be um, countrywide as well. Yep. Um, which then makes every team have to go out and get their own VFL side. It means they've basically got their full list of 44 or whatever it is now. They're all, yeah, they all then, got their own VFL sides. My, my thing is, what about the Aspleys and the Port Melbournes and the Werribees? They're, yep. they're, they're, are, they're true VFL teams. Um, in, uh, I was going to say Coburg then, but they're not around anymore. Yep. But even Northern Blues, like... Oh, Northern Bullants, sorry, Preston well, Bullants. Maybe maybe they could work out something where you can um, you could create contracts uh, with the clubs or with the AFL. Every team gets three teams or whatever whatever it may be. But I it, look at it this or, way, or, or as or as long as it's in their state, like it, it basically would have to be something like that, where it's, you can pick yeah. anyone from your yeah. state because if you pick if you but it, then it, once again it comes like. Those guys, are VFL players, and that they're not full. They're they're semi-professional. They they have jobs as well as the VFL, um, you know. So th- it's very very hard because if the AFL then brings them in, at some point they've basically got to stop their job. Yep. Well, there has to be a guarantee on it. Like they do the mid-season draft, which is stupid, I think anyway. But like, if you do. If you have a free agency pool, and let's say they do have another job and they're working and stuff like that, and they got picked up, it has to be a livable wage. So it has to be instead of the minimum of say fifty thousand, let's just say it's like eighty eighty five thousand a year for the rest of the year they get paid, yep. and then they have to have. This is where I think the universities need to come into involved, and I think they have some programs where they have or a TAFE or a school or a trade or something connected so that they can keep working if they don't fulfill their season does that make sense yeah and my um what i'm going to add on to what you're saying as well is yes they have their vfl teams but the teams that are independents they that's the free agency pool i think that's where you can do you pick them and let's just say those clubs don't survive they got to pay the club as well for that for that player they're losing does that make sense yeah yeah so i mean it's right now i'm still dumping it because it's yeah it's not a good option just with there's a few things that could really go wrong and it doesn't really help the player as much as they might get one game or they might get a chance to live their dream for a day. But yep. it could stuff up their life or their job or anything like that. So as, until there's probably something that's going to be, like I say, a year contract, at least they are set for the year or something like that, then yes. Yep. But yeah, there's got to be something that could swing it for in in those guys' favour, I guess, a little bit. Yeah. All right, uh, third question. Does the AFL need to change the finals format? No. No, dump that. Dump that? Dump that. Yep. No, I like the AFL format. I think it's good. Um, there's no... There's so no... you don't like the Chris Judd format of a wild card between 7 and 10, 9 and 8? No, as much as... I mean... I wouldn't hate it either. I just don't think they need to change it. I think our system works really well. Yeah. I think it's it gives it gives the advantage for the top four teams who have finished there. It gives the yep. extra advantage for the top two teams with the home final. Um, I think then it makes it harder for the bottom bottom four teams in the eight as well to get yep. there already. Um, 
which but we're seeing that it's still it's still achievable as at the same time so yep. I, I think the i think the system really works to be honest i would change one thing in the finals and format. what's that no week off before the finals yeah have your week are. off have your week off but for the grand final so yeah. let the two teams in the grand final get healthy or we'll have another gws first tigers re um, rematch where Giants were just absolutely injured and battered. They get that extra week rest. They probably still would have lost, but I'm just saying they would have been a bit more healthier yeah. and a bit more good viewing. I would have thought. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be against that either. But I also, I also think they just should leave the buy out completely. To be honest, like, um, yeah. I don't think they need it. I think the only thing that does is help teams get back to healthy. But that's the whole point and the whole hardship of winning a premiership, and that's where it creates yep. character for the game where a team a team could win that had three guys go down injured or a team could win that hasn't has come in healthy and the other teams come in like it's just a team that shouldn't have won but they have won or it could turn into a much better game than when if those three players play for example they um you know it it could be a blowout so i i think i think they should just scrap the buy because it i think it creates a bit more character for the for the actual finals and you have to deal with what you've been dealt yeah well oh, I, I wouldn't mind um, having that week off because it, in the, also if the t- top four teams win in that first qualifying round they get two weeks off so they're only playing one game of footy in, in three or four weeks like that's a lot of footy to miss especially going into finals you want to have momentum and yeah. some rhythm like that so I look at it that way um, four should the AFL have two more expansion sides, one in the Northern Territory and one in Tasmania. Yeah, definitely. Run with it. Yep. Definitely, and yeah. how would you make it work? Uh, well, Northern Territory is hard. Um, yep. But but I think they could definitely make it work. Something, uh, maybe maybe even not the Northern Territory yet. May, you could even go another team in Perth. They're AFL fanatics. They're huge. Yeah. Even Adelaide could have another uh, sorry, like as in um, so South Australia could have another team. They're massive there, and then Tassie or Tassie could almost have two teams. To be honest, they've, they've yep. been waiting that long. You could almost bring two teams in, but um, obviously it depends on crowds and um, all that stuff and money with with the AFL. So, which is, which is fair enough. It, it is a business at the end of the day, but um, the fans have been screaming and screaming and screaming. And I think I think the only thing holding Tassie back now is they don't know where to put another team so there's no buy. But but with how yeah, many, well, that, with how many buyers they're trying to bring in, they could scrap they could actually scrap <clears> the buy round, they could scrap the buy before finals and and they could have a buy each week with a team and you get your rest in that way and it might you know, it might actually help all the players because they're getting a week off every uh, six, seven, eight weeks, whatever it is. Yeah, but there'll be four teams that will still get two buys for that season. Yeah, but that's okay. That, only... that could be that that could end up being like if you finish bottom two, you get an extra buy, or like which it then brings the competition a bit closer again because the, those teams have already got uh, whether it, whether you get points for that week or whatever it is. So if you say the same, yeah. as ever, I don't know how I feel about having yeah. um, that the buy carryover if you're bottom two, like. 
if I'm a fan paying for money, like paying membership, I want to go watch my team play. Yeah, that but, that would be the counter argument to that. Yeah, but you. But you, what you I do, I agree get, with you. You realistically get an extra week already anyway because you take away that buy round and you can keep the grand final in that in the same position. Yeah, you're looking at the format, but I'm looking at it as the individual team. Let's just say Hawthorne, for example, if they they have a crap season this season, which mm-hmm. I think they may, right? And then you're saying, oh, if they're fin- if they're going to finish bottom two, and they have, they might have a buy, an extra buy. Like you, it's hard to pick it, even if it's in mid season, because it could be only percentage that's separating seven seventeenth and eighteenth. So I agree with you. I think it's too hard to have nineteen, um, uh, the odd number teams. But I look at it this way: if you're going to have a Northern Territory tra- side. They their home games are all night games, obviously, because that's probably the coolest, coolest time up there. Correct? Yeah, but but just going on yeah, the buys as then, well though. We, there's already every team has already two buys for the for the year. No, so it's not changing. They anything. have one. No, they have two because you have a buy before the finals, and you have a buy mid season. Mid season. So that's one buy, but the buy before the finals are only eight yeah, teams are getting finals. it. Not yeah. every team. Yeah, but that's yeah. but they're, they're already technically like half the teams then are already having two buys. So what? Yeah. What's the difference of all the other teams having two buys? You know what I mean. But like then only. Still... Yeah, I get that. But then you still have the teams that are in the mid table playing an extra game than everyone else. Yeah, but that's okay because they're usually fighting for the fighting for the spot in the eight. So but what happens if they were scheduled a verse? What happens if they were, let's just say, Richmond are sitting ninth, they need a win, but they were actually meant to play Hawthorne, and that was going to get them into the finals, and Hawthorne now yeah, gets no, the buy. But no one would know. They could have been scheduled to play Melbourne. Nobody would know because the buy is already... Yeah, but the fixture get, comes out. Like it, it, It's too confusing, and the, the complications that it comes with, I think, will be d- difficult. If you get to open up an expansion side, you need to have two now. Like yeah. you can't do what they did with Gold Coast and GWS. That was, that was pretty bad. Yeah, I'm not but, that, but, that's not, like, but that's what I'm saying. That, that this is what I'm saying. Like it, it could work if you if you did it that way because there's already buys in the season and you yeah. could change the format of the season. Have the fixtures come out at the start of the season, which they already do. So the only the only game they usually schedule by the end of the season is the 23rd round or whatever it is. So just have the yeah. fixture already set. And everyone knows when their buys are, blah, blah, blah. It's not going to affect anything. Oh, it depends on who you're saying is the bottom four. Because what you're, if, if I'm listening to you correctly, you're saying that the teams that are scheduled to finish bottom four will get two buys, correct? Well, I'm just going off what we'd have to do, yes, if, if that's what it had to be. It, it, wouldn't, it doesn't have to be. It could just be a pick of the, pick of the litter. Like it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. But... That's I, I was just saying that it could be it could be it could just be a raffle thing at the start of the season. I don't care what it is. I'm just saying it. it would yeah, be but what that happens bad. if that affects them from getting? Because obviously, buyers you don't get any points. Because I'm trying to think of no, that's what, what happens I, if that's they're finishing saying, ninth and they got saying. a buy and they miss out. Yeah, but that's what, the, I, was, that's what I was saying. Play. It, it could be it could be so you actually get points for the buy, which I'm pretty sure they do in soccer. Uh, no. uh, what is it? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure someone does it, but maybe maybe not. I could be wrong. But it, it, it could be an option, but I think they need to decide if they're going to put a team in first, and then they could decide that. Because if they're going to put their team in, anyone that... Because I look at it, 
because obviously they, they should be state of origin I, I'm big yep. on that yep they yep. should do it, should it. Be. or so all star they do the spring some sort of all star weekend as well yeah we've got stars everywhere but if you played for your state side let's just say there were, let's say Tassie and Northern Territory get two teams right mm-hmm. if you played for Tassie in your spring carnival in under 18s yeah no matter what your contract you're eligible to move to that site so let's just say Tassie and I'm going to bring up Jeremy Howe because he played for Tassie for Tassie mm-hmm. he's eligible to move to Tassie on his contract if he would like like Collingwood can't protect him he'd be able to move that way you know how at Gold Coast where they had to sign pre um, out of contract players yeah you get more players in there and put more players representing their state, if that makes sense. No, so then you don't have like heaps of players missing in the draft. Yeah, so this is what I actually think it should be. They should bring that in and they should actually divvy up, like say, for example, obviously not this because it doesn't work out, but if you, if you yep. cut Australia in half in some sort of a way, um, obviously Victoria yep. is hard because there's so many teams in Victoria, but... So why don't you just do Vic Country and Vic Metro? No, 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 no. Because you don't want it to be called Vic, right? This is this is the problem with the All Star yeah. because it was Vic versus everyone else. Where yeah. then, it, then it puts you see you see all the time everyone's going oh Vic bias Vic bias blah 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 right, which yeah it's not I don't think it's Vic bias but it's because there's so many teams in Victoria. So if you if you were to do that and actually just create an all-star weekend and same as the NBA, they have Eastern and Western Conference, you could have Southern and Southern and Northern Hemisphere, for example, or something like that. Yeah. So then then it's not just Victoria. It's, say, Victoria, South Australia and Tassie or something like, you know what I mean? And then you always have the two teams playing off. Then you get the rivalry. You also aren't trying to fill up six or seven different teams because then you may, it's almost another whole league again. You need two teams and what you about, have to get into those two but, teams. Yeah, I, I don't mind that. Um, but what about if you have... Um, uh, you actually... Because it, let's, it, it's got seven states in Australia or in capitals, territories. Mm-hmm. So let's just say oh, ACT in New South Wales are pretty much the same, like... Yep. We count that. You can have a Queensland, so that's two right there. You can have Northern Territory, which is three, WA, which is four, South Australia, five, and then Tassie, six. Now everyone goes, well, what about Victoria? Well, in our spring carnivals, we already do Vic Country versus Metro. Yep. So why don't you have eight teams state of origins and then you just rank no. them no, no um, one to eight and then you just have a playoff schedule no. through it. No, and no, you, no, no. There's this, un- this you only play three caps. No, this is what I'm saying. That's why I was saying you can't do that. There's too many... It's one, it's too many teams, it's too many games, and to have that during your season, there's no way they could do that. No, no I'm not saying during the season. So you could play the first game before the season start, like no, when we had Vic no, versus no. Allies. That's, and then no. the winners of that, that will play in the, in the mid-season bye. Dump it. And then, Dump it. <laughs> and then Dump no, no, no. Idea. And then, and then ju- the, you know that week off we're saying before the grand final, play the grand final of the state carnival. No, dump it. Just for that. <laughs> no, I Why? That. No. Why? I'm because telling... you just don't like no, it. No. no, no, no. What? No. I'm telling. No. Because it's, it's one. It, 
you're gonna have you're gonna have injuries to deal with. You're gonna have you want you want your this that carnival or whatever you want it to be. You want the best players. If you have eight teams out of twenty, you've you've got to have like ten players from each team, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? It's it's no, because you just play. You represent from nah. the. If you're you can fill them up with your VFL players if you have to. If no, you yeah, represent but, your state in in the Vic Carnival, you're eligible. Yeah, but that's what I'm in like let's just say a five year period. That, that that you'd almost have to make that a whole nother league. Like that's almost a whole nother league. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just too much. There's yeah, too but much. you can't you can't separate Australia. Like what with your what you're saying is you can't separate unless they go by the team you're playing for now. That's what you go. So you go Vic versus every other state. Because and doesn't matter who you represent in the juniors, and then you make your teams from that because there's superstar players that like everywhere. There's Victorians all over the over. Yeah, but, um, that, but yeah, so that, that's but, how the only way you could work it. Yeah, you 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 couldn't do eight teams. It would just be it would be too much. And like I was saying, you get you're gonna have five to ten players from each team going into this one team. Like it, it just there's just no point. It doesn't it doesn't give you any sort of a any sort of like. Uh, glory or anything like that. You could ha- you could have like a an all star. Like you could have basically like all stars versus I don't know, no stars. Doesn't like it doesn't matter. Like, but it it just it would have to just be two teams so that it you actually have some sort of um, not so much glory, but you know like like be, becoming an all star in the NBA is worth so much to the players. If you if you were to have yeah, but they don't. Like, if you watch an all star game, they don't try it to I, last. I know, two that, minutes. I know they don't. Try, you don't really want to dad. Yeah, but they they used to. My, <clears> point, my point is the the most like the point of this this whole seg, um, uh, idea would be to get the best players versus the best players from each each. Yeah, and the only way say. you can do it is allies versus Vic. Yeah. So yeah. If so you want true, because there's some players that like Took Miller. Let's. He's from Queensland. He would want. He wouldn't want to represent Allies because that doesn't really mean he would want to represent Queensland. That yeah. makes sense. But that's what that's what I'm saying. But he right. he would if it wasn't Allies versus Vic. If it was Allies and you knew, say Queensland, New South Wales, and Perth, for for example, were Allies, and then South Australia, Victoria, and Tassie were. But that's going to be completely one side because South Australian. Uh, I, yeah, I know, but I know. I'm just saying it doesn't. It doesn't have to be those four. I'm just. I'm just saying. Or you could do splitting it you, in three or whatever you're doing. It would just that. That's who you'd want to represent because that's who you. That's, yeah. That would same as same as like it used to be with Vic and All Stars, but but now if you take out Vic and you make it a different name and and it's not just Vic players. Then it it creates a whole different buzz, and everyone wants to be in that. I guarantee you, everyone would want to be in that. Well, they try to do it with the AFLX, and it really didn't fly. Yeah, My whole thing is, that was if like, you get it, that was if you get to do style. Origin, yeah, I get that, but it was still it wasn't like it was good, but yeah. like they the players. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We're like, oh, yeah, we're catching up and stuff. Like if it was, if you played just one Origin game and instead of it, you could play it as a weekend. You could go Queensland versus New South Wales. You could do Tads versus Darwin. And then your two, let, we all know the footy factories are WA, South Australia, and Victoria. Do Vic Country versus Vic Metro, and then South Australia versus WA. And then you're getting four good origin games and build it up to whatever it is. Uh, I don't think And if it's going to have an let's, argument. Um, let's let's, so, cause, well, let's take a break anyway. Yeah, let's, let's have a break, but... Um, NRL NRL is the perfect example of players wanting to play for I know it's Queensland and New South Wales but but nobody cares that it's Queensland But they're the and New only South two Wales. states. Yeah, no, it's not. But like, they're the only two states. Victoria like they have players playing stuff as well. Yeah, but I, I know I know a they're lot of capped for, I, so Victoria's yeah. capped for Queensland yeah. and any other states capped for New South Wales. You see what I'm, you see but what it's what still I mean, mostly like, it's it, 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 but it's they, still they, mostly Queensland and New South Wales. You can There's make no, it work, though, is what like, I'm saying. Well, that's what I was meaning. Like, he can make it work if... Like, it doesn't have to be Queensland and New South Wales. It could be... Uh, that's the same as... I think the NRL one works good, though, so they're not going to change it. But they could change it. So it was... Instead of being Queensland, it could be um, a different... Like, an All-Stars or something like that. They, they would... Well, they do, they do other All-Star games. They do yeah. Indigenous All-Stars versus yeah, the All-Stars. Exactly. They do... They have multiple different games and stuff like that. Yeah. But the main Queensland versus New South Wales, that's strictly... I think it's one player from out of state each time. Like, yeah. it's not real open for other players. Yeah. All right. Let's take a break. <laughs> <laughs> I need to drink water. <laughs> Uh, and just to follow up on uh, what we were saying, Ash, we, we yeah. actually, on, off, on that break, we, did, we agreed that there should be two legendary coaches and just that, pick 22 time, players from the competition. That time, you buddy, you went with them, you realised <laughs> your idea. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm kidding, you I'm kidding, you I'm agreed kidding. with my idea. <laughs> no, this Don't idea is start. good. Oh, I'm, all, I'm all for that idea. Yeah, I'm all for that idea. I'm all for it. But yeah. I let's think it stuff just has to the bloody who you represent. And, yep, and stuff. Let's go. <laughs> let's move on. Let's uh, <laughs> let's get to our tips. and the winning and the winning captain gets a home ground. Our AFLW no, tips. We are All right. So on. tips for AFLW. <laughs> yeah. So cats versus eagles. Cats versus eagles. I am going Geelong. I think they are finally going to get their wing win. Get a, I, get a win. They were yep. so close to Brisbane. Um, they've they've put up the best efforts for no wins for the whole season. They've pushed every team, but they just can't seem to get the win. Hopefully, this week is the is the week. Um, I've, I've got to stick with them until if they, they until lose they get this. It. Yeah, I think I think if they I, lose I'm these, off the bandwagon that, that will if break they lose. their hearts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, it will just break their hearts because that, like you said, they've been so close. They've put up fight against really good competition, yeah. and they've had no reward. This is their game where you put it all together and you get the win. Like yeah. if you lose this, this is it's hard to come back from a loss like that. Yeah. Well, this this actually could change their season because because they've played so well, but they just haven't got themselves over the line. Yeah. This could be that game that if they get themselves over the line, it is a make or break game for them. Winning becomes it, contagious. Yeah. Because if they get over the line, they know how to win. They they've they've gone. Oh yeah. yes, we've tasted it now. Now we're going after it more. And you've seen it with Gold yeah. Coast. Gold Coast is a perfect example. They. 
they got that win and then they come out and and got Richmond as well. So, you know, big. Um, yep. it could be it could be a big big game changer. Yep, Lions versus Pies up in Queensland. Oh, has the fixture changed? Yeah. What about GWS Saints? Pretty sure. Uh, that Saints. got cancelled, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think that's postponed. You Hang sure? On. Oh, I'm not 100% now. <laughs> uh, we'll go with Brisbane Collingwood while you look that up. But um, for yeah. Brisbane Collingwood, I'm going to go with Brisbane. Um, I'm just, yeah, um, Brisbane played pretty well as much as, like, they still got over the line against Geelong. It was a tough fought win. Um, but Collingwood, yeah, I don't know. Um just Collingwood bit, scares me after yeah, I'm bit, that. Loss. I'm a bit worried about Collingwood. They they just they haven't had any consistency with a lot of their players. So maybe we start seeing that now, and they can get back. Sarah to their Rowe best. did come out. Yeah, Sarah Rowe from Collingwood just came out and said we haven't actually hit our straps yet. Like, yeah. we're just growing through the motions. Like, we need to start yeah. putting it through. So I'm going Lions, and by the way, postponed. Giants yeah, Saints, okay, so yeah, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if Collingwood win, but I think Brisbane will yep. just get over the line as well. Uh, Melbourne versus Gold Coast. Yep. Um, I'm going with Melbourne. I was like, oh, yeah, I was going with Melbourne. I was like, oh, imagine if Suns roll them over. But at the wind tunnel, I think uh, Melbourne, yep. more so, experience, more um, stronger, faster. Yeah, well, I think Melbourne's going to bounce back after their loss. But also Gold Coast, don't be surprised if they go really closely because they're going to match up really yep. well. They're, they've got the tools to go with Melbourne and their forward line's clicking at the moment. Um, and Robottom is yes. just getting better and better. So, she is, isn't she? She's a bit of a danger for Melbourne. I don't think they have anyone strong in the midfield that can run with her. So if she if she wanted to, she could put her stamp in the game and just dominate. Yep, yep. Uh, Do- dogs versus Tigers? Uh, I'm going with the Dogs. I'm going with the Dogs. Um, I, I just I just think Conti and Brennan just have no help. Uh, um, I'm yep. off I'm off Richmond. Uh, like I think. They they had they must have had a couple of easy games early on to get to get themselves going, but um, the last couple of games has really really shown that if Conti and Brennan don't have three thirty touches for Conti and three goals for Brennan, they're not they're not cut out for for the big games. And I think dogs they dogs the dogs showed some fight last week, and I think they're they they're going to bring it this this week again. And I don't think Richmond's going to be able to handle it. See, I've gone the opposite way. I thought maybe the dogs exerted too much against the Giants, and they got um, they just played a really good game, and they'll come back to Melbourne with a bit of. They'll think they're better than what they are, and I think Richmond are going to come back to Melbourne and go, "We need to fix things up," and this is the game to do it. So I've actually gone the Tigers. Yep. Okay. All right. Um, Carlton versus Adelaide. Obviously, Adelaide. Yeah. Adelaide, yeah, yeah, lose some. Um, the, this is an intriguing. This is the next. This one. is an intriguing game. North, North versus Brio. Big, big if as well with Kiara Bowers, um, possibly, possibly up for two game suspension as well. Um, which, yep. which is scary for Frio. Um, lose a lot of their yep. run tackling, a lot of and their ball ball use out of the midfield. So, um, w- with that. And being a little bit, it is low. in Hobart as well. Yeah, and I, I don't know, I don't Cold. know how Frio is going to come, uh, be able to replace her in the midfield. Um, and North yep. North is starting to get going, so I'm going with North with that for the upset and Frio's Ooh. first loss for the season. I've actually gone Frio. I'm pretty confident that they ha- their forward line 
um, will still, sorry, excuse me, it'll still be able to run um, yep. and click and get their pressure up. Because I think even in without turbo playing, I think they're still good enough to get the job done and put Kangaroos back on under fierce amount of pressure, which they haven't really faced this year except for when they versed Adelaide. Yeah. Um, uh, there's would, one more obviously game. Obviously, not going to be surprised if Rio wins, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just got yeah, got a funny feeling that there's the one more game. Yep. It's a, sorry, kick on. No, go for it. Go for it. Oh, there's one more game. Um, it's going to be it's round four, but it's playing next Tuesday. It's Saints versus Eagles. Ash, who do you have? Oh, Saints versus Eagles. Um, I think. Oh, I'm well off. I'm well off West Coast. Saints have put up a fight for the first half of the first half of most games. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Saints. I'm gonna go with Saints yeah. to just get over the line. I think West Coast are gonna come after him late, but I think Saints are gonna have a decent enough lead to to hold it off and and yeah, just get over the line. Yep. Oh, I I agree. I think that's where we're at. Um, but yes, now Ash, I've got my. Uh, Player power rankings. Oh, I'm excited and for this week. I'm yes. very excited for this week um, to see if anyone has come in. And I'm excited to see if anyone stayed that didn't maybe perform as well, but they've got enough got enough um, credit to, Tickets to, in the bank. to stay in yeah. there. Yeah. All right, let's have yeah. it. So I'll... So at number 10, she's actually fallen down from her sixth spot from last week. I've got mm. Bree Moody. She has 80 hitouts on the season. She's averaging 20 a game. Um, but she's averaging nearly three and a half score involvements a game. And um, she's having about four intercept marks a game, which is yep. pretty impressive as a Ruckman um, getting back behind there. And she's averaging six contested possessions. So she's not only winning the hitout, she's on the on the deck grabbing it and fighting mm-hmm. for it. But like you said, she had a bit of a quiet game last week against um, the Lions. Uh, not the Lions. Uh, oh, who they play? Escapes me. But she had a bit of a quiet game. And I think she's all Australian Ruckman in my eyes. Like, she's probably sewed in for it. Um, at number nine. Well. Um, just North. quickly on that. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I think the, there's, a, there's a big one that we haven't really mentioned on the podcast. And North Ruckman Bella? King. Oh, North King. Is, King, yeah. She is very, she is dominant. And, yeah, I, I'm I'm not sure if, I don't, I'm not sure. I think it could be that Gorn, Gorn Grundy. Only um, when she fight. wants to be King. Yeah. King only dominates when she wants to be. She had a slow start at the season. Then she can go, like, she's too up and down. At least with Bree, you get what you get, and I, I appreciate that. And what she serves up for Maddie Presparkis is yep. just still a platter where I think King isn't as great, is a better, she's more um, prominent around the ground, and she's great lead up, but I'll go with Bree Moody. Yep. At number nine, I've got Erin Phillips. I thought she comes back into the conversation. Yep. For her game against Melbourne, kicking three goals, being as dominant as she was, she, you Love can't it. overlook it. And that's game, why she? <laughs> she she is a big time player. She is the, the best. But this is her season stats, right? She's have, averaging nearly eighteen disposals a game, nearly five and a half contested. She kicked four. She's kicking four goals, but she's had twelve inside fifties. So she it's not like she hasn't, but been performing, um, all season. She's just went out and had a breakout game against a very good quality side. Like yep. she she does perform on the big time. Um at eight, I've got Elise Parker. She wasn't in last week. Her teammate in Alicia Eve was. 
But I've got her in. I thought, I think how she plays um, in that midfield. They do bring a good duo, but Elise Parker at the moment is dominating. And she has 18 possessions a game, 11 contestant, nearly six clearances a game as well. So mm-hmm. I think I love how she plays at the moment. And she dominated against the Dogs. She was very, very classy. And she hits the contest hard. Like, it reminds me of... Um, of Kiara Bowles, like where she just runs full tilt and just yeah. smashes the pack <laughs> wide open and grabs the footy. Yeah. I love it. At, um, at seven, I've got the Fremantle ca- captain in Hayley Miller. I'm actually like, I wasn't really big on her at the start of the season. And now that I'm watching her, she is a genuine star in the making. Oh, if is. not, she already is. Yeah. No, I think she she's is. averaging. She's gone, yeah. gone up a, I think she might have even gone up two levels this season. She is, yeah, absolutely she is on fire, and she does a lot for that team. She and she lead. She's leading by example. I think that captaincy is helping exactly. her big time, and she's one of those players that thrives on on that leadership. How's this for some stats? Ten contest, contested possessions, nearly four marks a game, nearly four intercept marks a game. So all her marks yep. are coming in, stopping the other team. And on that, she's averaging nearly a goal and a half a game. Yeah. So she's hitting the scoreboard nearly every game yeah, and kicking I'll, multiple goals sometimes. Wouldn't mind seeing her score involvements as well, to be honest, because she uh, she creates a lot from that half forward and, and from the start of the season, like we've Four and a half. That, yeah, there you go. So that position exactly what we were saying she almost plays exactly like that half forward role that we were talking about as being pretty much the most yep. important position on the ground if you can get it right so yeah and it's clearly benefiting for you yep no, at number six ebony marinoff i know you're wanting her yep. in there and you it's couldn't doubt her after the game against melbourne yeah she was very dominating, but she's averaging 22 disposals a game. And people go, oh, that's not really that much. She's Running getting tagged machine. every game. Yeah, She's averaging nearly nine clearances a game, and she's averaging four score revolvements a game. Yep. Like she, they, she doesn't have high tackle numbers because she has the footy. Yeah. Let's be honest. She's, she's got a, the footy. She's so. a running machine. Yep. At five, I, I know you, you're going to laugh at this one. I've got Maddie Prasparkas. She's playing in a really below-average team at the moment, and she's dominating. She's averaging 23 posies, 10.5 contested possessions. She's kicking the ball 12 times, and she has 14 intercept possessions as a genuine midfielder. So she is sti- like literally robbing players of the footy. You know, and you know the only thing I don't like about your player ranking is what? one of the lowest teams in the competition in Carlton has have two, two players. Good players. <laughs> yeah. No, I... They, but they're, like they're the only two bright stars and they've got nothing else apart from that. It's nearly like um, Hawthorne like in uh, AFL men's. They've just got Tom Mitchell. They don't have anything else really. Um, uh, number four, got Mon Conti. 24 posies, 15 contest, contested possessions a game and six and a half clearances a game and two score involvements. She's a real deal, mate. She's, she's in the elite company. She's easily one of the four best midfielders going around in the game. Uh, At, yeah. She she yeah, she, def- she definitely is and and you have to just just for example she is the whole team of Richmond and yep. she, like she she's getting tagged she's still doing that and she she's the only one that really creates for Richmond if she doesn't create anything nothing happens and like yeah it's it's unfortunate for Richmond because if they had if she had some help they'd be a very very good team. She'll be, yeah, that easy. Yeah, I'm, I'm lost for words with that. Yep, I agree. At number three, Anne Hatchard. 
24 posies, 12 and a 12.5 contested possessions, 8 marks a game, and 5.5 intercept possessions as well. So she's like um, a lot of these players that are in the top echelon of the competition. She hurts you with the ball, she hurts you without the ball, and she steals the ball off you. Like yeah. She's just that good. Um, and I think in the next two weeks, she could potentially take the number one, especially if Kiara Bowers is not getting... Um, if she still has a suspension for two weeks. Yep. At number two... We got the little inside um, running machine at North Melbourne in Ashradale. Yep. Again, 28 possessions a game, the highest in the league. 12.1 contested possessions, five and a, five, uh, nearly six clearances as well. And she's the engine that makes North Melbourne midfield go. She's the best player on that team. And she dominates from the set get-go. Every time they move that camera, she's still running in the camera pan across the ground. She's that fit at the moment. She's flying. Yep. At number one, Kiara Bowers. 22 um, possessions a game, six, nearly seven clearances a game, 13 tackles a game, Ash, and 15 contested possessions. And she runs all day. They don't call her turbo for nothing. And she's tough as nails. She's number one yet again. She's a genuine gun. Unfortunately, she'll probably get suspended for two weeks. She shouldn't have done that. Which I'll say could, which will put her out of contention for the Phillips yeah. medal. Yeah, exactly. And I think Riddell will run away with it after that. For sure. Oh, oh, oh. I, to be Cole and Hatchet. Yeah, well, who's still in the votes off North Melbourne? Uh, good call. But Emma King might get, yeah, but they, get a couple. But she also Jasmine need, Garner. They also need to win more games for her to get more votes. As they well. only lost one, haven't they? No. Oh, maybe. I don't know. They haven't played very good competition, though, the last few weeks. So, yes. I uh, hope you're happy with Ebony Marinoff going. Yeah, no, it's about time she got a call up because she's, yeah. she's probably definitely the one that's stealing votes off Anne Hatchard. Um, yeah. Phillips may have in on the weekend. That, but That game, yeah. Um, yeah, but Anne Hatchard and Marinoff are going to be fighting. They could be, they just might win, win it and come runners up. Who knows? Yeah, Mon Conti <laughs> has no one stealing her votes either, but they have to start winning some games for her to be prominent. She might yeah. get a two here and there, but. Um, all right, Ash, let's go to NBA. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about some very, very sad news about a, a beloved Australian yes. uh, basketball yes. in uh, Slow Joe. Oh, jingles. Terrible news. Yeah. Terrible. I'm, 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 I'm shattered. And it was disgusting. If you Have you watched the video? No, I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it. I, disgusting. Yeah. I don't, I, don't want to, I don't want to see him go <clears throat> down, so I'll just pretend he's still just yeah, sitting on the bench. Yeah, it it was so. It wasn't like you know how you see some ACLs that happen and it, it it's just normal, has like an effect on really someone happened. else. Yeah. It, this one, this one, his knee bent backwards. Like <laughs> it shouldn't have gone. He was just making a drive to the basket and it's just in slow mo. No, yeah, I'm gonna tell yeah. off, I reckon. It was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's not. It's not with cool. that injury. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with that injury, what did the Jazz do? They need another player off the bench. Who is a player that they need to go after? Or do they sit pretty with the roster that they have? What, what do you reckon? It's hard It's hard because, obviously, with the trade, you've got to give up something to get something. So what can they, yep. what can they give up that's going to get them back something better or a better fit for their team? And that's, that's probably the best question to ask because I don't know if they have too much that they want to get rid of to get anything. To be honest, but but in saying that, I also yep. think they do need to to add something to their team just to 
give them something extra, another another look, or if something's not working, something else that they can throw in there. Where that's where that's what Ingles gave them. Where if somebody couldn't get their shot going, he could come on and get his shot going, or you know he, he was a very in, good playmaker, yeah, wasn't or, he? Or he filled in the void on defense. He filled like Bogdanovich and him a, a really good rotation because they're very similar players, and you know what you're getting with the both of them. What about a player like Luke Kennard, a good three-point shooter? Um, it can be an okay defender. Like, let's yeah. be honest, Joe Ingles wasn't having the greatest year for himself. He was a bit slower he than was. what he was in previous years. Yeah. So, Luke Kennard, maybe, or um, uh, uh, you could try and get Levert, or maybe a Brogdon. Or, I'm just trying to figure out plays that, Either a playmaking or scoring, because that's what he brought. He brought he was easy eight points off the bench, yeah. and he could stop a couple as well. So it's very that's a one of the injuries that you don't want from your team aspect because of what he brings in the versati- versatility on that team. Yeah, you are you are right, but yeah, once again, it just it you have to look at what you have to give up to to get something like that. Whereas like. What about like even like a if say you're going for like a forward? What about even say going to the Clippers and offering Clarkson and getting Bledsoe yep. and and Kennard or something, something like that? If you could do that, or say Clarkson and a pick or something, for and maybe those, get a pick back. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. So I would actually ask for a pick back to yeah. be honest. Like yeah. I'm not Bledsoe is on, on a high cap. Canard is on eight million a year, so I think they're twenty million, and you're giving up Clarkson, who's on nine million, so you're absorbing eleven in the cap. I'll be like, yeah. well, you can have Clarkson, but give me give me a couple of second rounders, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, uh, and I would. Be, so what be, about Josh Hart? Would you go after him from New Orleans? No, I, I don't like Josh Hart. <laughs> you know this, so no, oh. I wouldn't. Not a not a big fan. Never never been a big fan of him. But yeah, I don't think so. Not for me. What about if you? What about um, Valentine? Where is he at now? Um, Denzel Valentine is he at Chicago still or is he at Memphis? No, didn't he go to like New York? Or, or Kyle something? Anderson? Actually, Kyle Kyle Anderson. Yeah, no. Would you talk to Grizzlies about it? Oh, I mean, you would, but I, as a Grizzly, I wouldn't give up Kyle Anderson. No way. What happens if Jasko will give you our first round pick for Kyle Anderson? Yeah, know, now that now, now you think about it, don't you? Because uh, yes, he's exactly Joe yes, Ingles at the Grizzlies. Yeah, yeah, you are right. But in, that's why I also probably wouldn't give it up. If I mean, he's not a big contract or anything like that. The only reason that we would maybe think about that is because eventually we're going to have to pay everyone. So that's the only yeah. reason we would possibly th- even consider that. But. I don't right. think Kyle Anderson will get a max contract anyway. No, not he'll a max contract. Cheap for you. Not yeah, but I don't. I think eventually he'll be a a twenty mil player. I, I think he, yeah. he's he's that because he's so versatile. He's he's good on both ends. He's he's very reliable for your team. I think he's still going to be that between your ten and twenty mil contract. So yeah. Yep. Uh, well, yeah. I, I maybe I reckon maybe just ten mil a year for two years, or or twenty mil for two years. I think yeah, that well, would be he him. seems like a guy that but might take that. You, but I think he still could net fifteen to twenty mil from another team that's looking for that. If you know what I mean, the Grizzlies. If you're the GM from the Grizzlies and 
uh, Jazz offered you that. Are you hanging up the phone or are you going to contemplate the call? I mean, you'd contemplate it for sure. You'd have a little bit yeah. of a discussion, but well, ultimately, I think, I think in the position that the Grizzlies have got themselves in, I don't think I don't think yep. you're doing it. We'll stay on the western side of the conference. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. Clippers, obviously, Paul George. I reckon Paul George is out for the rest of the season. Yep. Kawhi might come back. I don't think Do so. You blow if, the roster. If George, if George is out for the season, Kawhi's not coming back. There's no point risking him. There's Would you no blow point. the roster up? Oh. Would you go? All right, let's get rid of Bledsoe and Canard, like you're saying, and try and get a Jordan Clarkson or another another good player to help, yeah, or but get some picks back in yeah, return. Yes and no, but I one person I don't think should be even looked at trying to get rid of is uh, Morris. I think he's too valuable to that no, team. No, you keep him. Absolutely. Yeah, you I, keep I think him. he's way too valuable to the team. And, and like, when George... Like, we obviously only seen George and Kawhi for one season. And realistically, they probably should have won the championship. But ultimately, yep. ultimately they failed. But, in, but realistically... They had their one weakness exposed. Yeah, and that realistically, was they, should have, they should have won. And Zubak since well, then has come on way better than what he was. Yeah, he's already. improved. Yeah, and so you know you keep the majority of that team together. I I don't think they want to get rid of Reggie Reggie Jackson either. So yeah, you could you could try and get something like a Jordan Clarkson or something to provide that extra scoring because they're going to have some good defenders. Reggie Jackson's a good defender. Morris is a good defender. Obviously, Paul George and Kawhi are very good defenders. And then Zubak's yeah. is. He's a very, very average defender, but but he's slowly getting better, and he's only. All right, let's center. play. Let's play a little game, right? Just a little, little role playing game, right? Mm-hmm. You're the GM for the Clippers. Mm-hmm. I'm from the Spurs. Yep. Right, and I go look. I'm trying to ship around Dejounte Murray. I want to try and get the best trade asset mm-hmm. for him. Right. I want Morris Jackson. No. Whatever other first round pick you have in no. two seconds, not doing it. Would you harbour it? No, I'm not doing it. Why? No. I, like I said, I. Did you, I Dejounte think, Murray, yeah, point yeah. guard, defensive beast, yep. I, a I'm, true star. Look, I think if you could do it without getting rid of Morris, yes. But if you okay, well, what? You know what I mean? I, I Like I just said, I think yeah. Morris is too valuable to that team and he fits in perfectly. So he's an untouchable. When, when I think so, because I think when Paul George and Kawhi are back, he's a perfect fit for them. He's, he's defensive, okay. is a defensive um, beast. He is a competitive and, um, uh, what is it, uh, physical player, yep. which, which fits in perfectly for when Kawhi and Paul George are going after people on the defensive end because he's there to help. All right, and what happens if Ben Simmons is available for you? See, that's probably the only See, time... See, that, that, that's, that. that's, that's probably the only time that you're looking at offloading Morris because you're getting another another player that can play very good defense at that size. See, yeah. Dejounte Murray <coughs> is a good defender, but he's at the he's a he's a he's a guard. He's he's not going to be able to defend. He plays multiple. bigger than what he is. Yeah, but he's not going to be able to defend <laughs> bigger positions. He can only defend three positions. Morris can defend at least four, possibly even five. He can rotate out and stuff. If you and if he gets locked down low, you still back him to at least put up a good fight against a big. Yeah, you know what's a good thing if you got rid of. 
Marissa. Mm-hmm. What's that? They're, he's got a twin, so you could probably get the other one. <laughs> yeah, but he's, he's way worse. <laughs> he sucks in the Oh, so. I wouldn't say he's way worse. He's just he he doesn't have the finesse he's like worse. his brother. He's tough like his he's brother. Worse. He's actually I think he's actually quite skilled, but um, he's way not worse as than his brother. Like if we're going two K ratings, it's about an eighty two to a seventy six. That's I think it's the a difference. Bit, of, bit more of a gap. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Last week, Ash, you, um, yep. <laughs> oh, I don't think I. I wouldn't say he's that high. <laughs> yeah. All right. Last week. Yep. Last week, you you had a you couldn't believe that I rid off the Cavs, mm-hmm. right? I think I think they're a year away. But you're the GM again. You're the GM again mm-hmm. for the Cavs. Yep. Do you make a trade before the trade deadline, or you just sit? Don't even answer any calls. Just let it play out. See how you go. See, I because I you really you're not in the win. I would. I definitely think. Okay. I think they are in the window, and but I also agree with they could make a move. If they made one move, they could really get themselves in in the really top end, and not that they aren't already, but one more addition to that team could make them a juggernaut. And be very, 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 very competitive to these other um, very good teams. What what would that move be? Like, what could you see that pushes them over the edge? Because I like their makeup. I don't really want to break their makeup because they've got an identity like the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. If I was a Grizzlies, I want to make a move for this trade deadline. Just let it happen. Yep. See what happens, unfolds. Um, on with that with the Cavs. If they're going to make a a run this playoffs, let it be with this team because they're different yep. and I like different. Yep. But what would that trade be to push them from being they could to they should? I think the Or only, do you just wait and see? The only sort of move they they should or could make, I think, is something for Jeremy Grant. I think he fits in well with their team. Um because Ooh, that's a good one. He he fits in. He would fit in nicely for that team. Yeah, His, yeah, I they, agree. Yeah, they haven't really. Cavs haven't really got your superstar player. If if that's what you want to say, they haven't got a superstar. Player. They've got very good players. They've got Mobley and I just, Garland, and they're playing very very well. But they haven't imagine, got a superstar sorry. player, which is the thing that Jeremy Grant doesn't want to go to. Yeah. Well, imagine a starting lineup if they don't get rid of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of these four players for Grant. Let's just say it's Garland, Grant, Markinen, <laughs> Mobley, and mm-hmm. Allen. Yeah, which you, <laughs> oh, you could have them. You could have you, them on the court together. You could too. literally all, all court together. That you could. Oh well, my god, yeah, the length. Also, also, <laughs> what, you, what you could do as well when Rondo's playing playing better, you could have Rondo, Garland, Grant. Mobley and Allen, and then yep. have Markinen coming Markin off. Coming off. Yep. Oh, Which actually, I would just start him and well. have Rondo. I would have Rondo coming off the bench. To oh, be yeah, honest. but like, he's look, a vet. Think of the things you could do with your like rotate around the team as well, and then you got Kevin Love yeah. still coming on as and, well, and Okoro as well. Yeah. I love Okoro, and then you've got um, Osman as well. Like the. <laughs> And when Sexton like, comes if you can back, sum- he can come off the bench, and obviously not this oh, season. But I'll get rid of Sexton. Yeah, I think Sexton so as well. is, has to go. I think so as well. For but Garland to keep thriving, 
Yeah, but what? But if you have Sexton come off the bench and Garland's proven that he's a better all-round player than Sexton, so he he has to get the start. Sexton can come off play as a Jordan Clarkson role. He's just a yep. pure scorer. He comes off the bench. He puts up. He still gets twenty-five minutes a game, but he, he's going to put up twenty twenty-five points off the bench. You're taking that every day of the week. Uh, yeah, true. I I. I I like it. I, I I don't. I wouldn't move it unless it is for Grant or if yep. you can somehow pinch Simmons or even yeah, somehow right. getting getting um Brandon Ingram because his name's been thrown around heaps at the moment. Yeah, I don't know why they're. I don't know why he's getting looked to move on. I, I don't know because especially if there's all this chatter about Zion, he's probably the last person that you want to get rid of. Yeah, exactly. I, I um. I see it as if you got Brandon Ingram and Zion, at least you got some founding uh, building blocks. And if Zion does leave, you still got Ingram, and I reckon yep. you could build around Ingram anyway. Yeah. So, um, but no, the last the last um, thing I have here, Ash, mm-hmm. and it's still NBA related. Like, um, I'm not gonna lie, but we saw um, a few teams coming in and come and leaving in terms of the contention. Washington, where are they at? What do they do? How do they do? Bradley Bill, Spencer Dinwiddie, are they working? Kyle Kuzma, is he the man of the team? They just got Bryant back instead of Gafford. Like I'm really up in the air where they're at. Like I'm not sure. Yeah, I think um, I think they definitely uh, they have to do something. They're not. They're not a contender. They're a thereabouts team, I guess. They can beat teams, but they're not going to beat them in a seven-game run. Serious. Um, yeah, I, I don't really know what to do with the Wizards. They're they're probably the most in-between team that is in the, in the competition uh, in the yep. whole of NBA. They're, they're the biggest in-between team that you don't know. You, they got players that you don't really want to get rid of because they're good players, but you also got players that you did. You do want to get rid of it, yeah. I, I, I really don't know what to do with the Wizards, and uh, that's oh, saying something. Bradley Beal, is it yeah. his time up? It could be. Could you get rid of him now? Would yeah, you, I think. Right. Would you send him to the Lakers and get everything back and return? For yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but you're, you're probably still losing. So yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> they've already taken everything from the Lakers. So I, I'd, uh, I'd be. I'd they'll be probably tra- take the. I, I'd be taking Beal to some somewhere it, else. Uh, but uh, the best so, fit that I could think of, Bill, is being at, with Embiid. I yeah. can't. I, I yeah, reckon he, he's perfect. The fit Philly for trade, yeah, I think that. I think so as well. That's probably the one trade that one I would do because it makes both teams better. Uh, and yeah, I, oh, I think, absolutely. I think, I think it's a deal that Philly would take, and I think it's a deal that works for both teams. I think it works for all the players that would be involved. Um, and yep. yeah, I, I I do think I do agree with you on that. I do think that's probably the best trade probably that should happen in this deadline. Well, yeah, I th- a beal for Simmons. And then if he, they feel he can somehow unload um, Harris, mm-hmm. right, before the end of the season, I'm not saying this trade deadline, just the end of the season, they could potentially have a really good um, roster with Embiid, Beal, and um, Harden. Yeah, but... Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't think. Uh, I mean, Harden. Harden's an unknown, isn't he? But 
Yeah, I do agree with the. the yeah, two I agree. There. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know about Harden. I think I'd leave that out of contention. But um, still, Bill, Bill with Embiid, I think works very, very well. And Max is coming along. Even if you didn't get Tobias Harris, I think you can still make it work. And I, th- I think yeah. Bill still makes them a genuine contender this season if if they make that move. Yeah, and no, I. <laughs> Mate, you're not wasting Embiid. Like yeah. he's having an all a season to remember, and really you're just like, yeah, oh, he's just doing that. Well, I'll still cook my dinner while he's playing. Like it's there's no there's no reason to keep Simmons. Like just get rid of him. You're not going to get a star player. Just get role players around him. That's how I see it. And uh, yeah, um, well, I I got nothing else um, no, I'm, except I'm happy for to, happy to just watch this. Just watch this space. We might we've got a surprise guest coming on um, in our next pod. We've got something special lined up, and um, I'm actually really excited for our next podcast. Yeah, well, there's actually going to be well, that's what the special thing is. There might be there's going to be two podcasts coming out this week, uh, this next week. Um, yep. So uh, obviously watch this space. It'll be a bit of a exciting thing, um, and yeah, obviously make sure everyone everyone follows and. Uh, likes our pages on socials, Facebook, at the, what is it, far out, I've uh, lost my train of thought completely, <laughs> let's go to Instagram quickly, but, at the footballer, uh, <laughs> no, the, the foot dash baller podcast, um, uh, and then on Instagram, you got the underscore foot underscore baller underscore podcast, obviously, f- follow us and subscribe or whatever you need to do on Spotify, keep listening, um, yeah, uh, that's it. Obviously, make sure everyone's still getting through messages because we'll, we'll be doing that very soon um, and and chucking them on and and getting getting some of our questions from our podcast. We're gonna we're gonna leave um, our emails open as well. Polls. Yep, we're gonna we're gonna start doing a few polls as well. So uh, definitely get on the socials and and get involved in that and and let us know what you think. Happy with yep. that? Uh, I'm good for today. Yeah, no, all, all good, man. Great job today and uh, to the next one. Yeah, looking forward to it. See ya. All right, see ya.